Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Now remember the Global Ag Network. Just a bunch of monkeys. That's right, Landon. We're all just a bunch of monkeys walling around in this uh, crazy place we call space. What do you think about that? Oh, I've got a few family members that kind of kind of remind me of some monkeys. And this has been Deep Thoughts by Landon mm-hmm. on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Well, everybody, we are glad you are listening on this episode of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We hope everybody out there is having a great time, having a uh, safe. And a, uh, I know, should I even bring up Plant 19, Landon? Is there a Plant 19? Well, there's, I know there's a Boat 19. I mean, the pictures are unbelievable. And beyond that, I mean, I know it's pretty, you know, bush to talk about the weather, but they're underwater in the Midwest. We're actually getting average rainfall in the Texas Panhandle. <laughs> yeah. It's hot in the Southeast, but it's not raining. It's always hot in the Southeast, but it usually rains from what I know. And Australia is hot and dry, I think. But isn't Australia like always hot and dry? It seems like every time they do a report, it's like the hottest and driest it's ever been. But like they can, can't they only like grow stuff like on the coast anyway? Like on the east side and the west side, like everything in between is like Crocodile Dundee's property. Everything, everything else, you just go walk about. Yeah, you just go walk <laughs> about for two weeks and you call it a day. But uh, so yeah, weather weather is crazy. But uh, we've got everything planted and in the ground. Now we're just waiting for all the cotton to come up and. We go by, I drive by every morning and every afternoon and give them a good little uh, pep song. And uh, I always play the Alabama song, High Cotton, and it doesn't seem to help any. But uh, I'm going to do anything I can at this point to get it cracking up through the ground. You don't play I'm in a hurry to get things done. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Speaking of Alabama, and I know this is not really pertinent to anybody other than people in the southwest Texas panhandle, which I know is a pretty small niche, but uh, nonetheless... Our retirement home in Hereford is having they have a Founders Day barbecue every year in the July. And in this and they always have a uh, tribute band of some type, except for one year they had Shenandoah, which that was really cool. Oh, but nice. this year they're having a cover band or a tribute band to Alabama. And it's really gonna be neat. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be uh, pretty wild for you know, as far as retirement home benefit the barbecues go. But um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be there. So, I think, what's their name? Is it Mobile? Mobile? No, or, it's or Greenbow. Uh, I think <laughs> Gump or something like yeah. that. No, uh, Landon. I wish you wouldn't ask me that because I don't know. It could just be Alabama tribute. I don't know. No, I'm nice. sure it's something that's related to the band. But anyway, it's going to be really neat. We've had, let's see, we've had uh, the Highwaymen tribute band. We've had the Beatles. We've had uh, Ooh, nice. Let's see, if we had Billy Joel, no. Maybe not Billy Joel. We've had some. The, these tribute bands are unbelievable. It seems like most of them are from California. So the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> no, no Jonas Brothers. No Taylor Swift. No, uh, you know, no Marilyn Manson. That kind of doesn't go over very well in the 
uh, no weird owl, no, <laughs> no weird owl, no corn or no yeah. five finger death punch didn't go over the year they had them. So nice. it's kind of a, you got to know your room when it, when it's all <laughs> that tribute band. So, uh, yeah, that's coming up in July. So, uh, if you're interested and you want a ticket and you're in the area of Herbert, Texas, we've got a crazy, now it's not, it's a dry, it's a, uh, this is a Methodist retirement home, so we're not supposed to drink. So it's a dry affair, and plus it's at the administration building, so we can't really do that either. Man, you have to listen to a tribute band, and you can't even drink. I know. Man. <laughs> well, you, you can do lines off of your girlfriend's <laughs> chest, you know, in the nice. bathroom, but you can't drink. You know, it's kind of a odd rule structure they have there. Well, guys, this week we're talking evolution, and um, I've been thinking over the last few weeks how it's just – it's got to be a joke. It's got to be a hoax. There's nothing to it. Yeah, sure, things have changed a little bit, and um, but there are too many things wrong in this world where we should have evolved and caught onto it by now. So that's gonna be our that's gonna be our main main line main tagline this week is evolution, fact or fiction. I'm saying fiction. Landon, what is your uh, uh, prognostication? Are you a fact or fictioner? Fiction all the way. I'm just reading about how our penises used to have thorns on them. <laughs> well, maybe this is going to blow a <laughs> hole in our whole uh, yeah. theory here. Yeah. We're going to have to get really into have to that. double bag okay. it back then. Hang on, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> penises with thorns is thorny. <clears throat> you think that's where the horny toad got its name from? Yeah. Honey, I'm really thorny tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And they just keep getting better. So anyway, we've got that in our second segment. But first, uh, Landon said he mentioned this to me here whenever, what part of time he ever answered, uh, mentioned to me. But the uh, cell phone battery charging commercial and uh, the cell phone battery sharing uh, is what they're trying to get pa- uh, get through to everybody. And this is on the Galaxy like 9 or Galaxy 10. I'm an iPhone person. so Everybody's phones are sleeping with other people's phones. Yeah, it's uh, and they're not even wearing like the, they take the cover off. They take the protection off. They're not off, even taking yeah. wearing protection. You know, you would think they would at least have like the uh, case without the false front, you know, to at least keep a little bit. Di- because they say, what do they say? Cell phones are like the one of the dirtiest things in your personal life next to, you know, your thorny dong. We've gotten so so dependent on electronics that we're not even people aren't even sleeping with each other. It's letting <laughs> their phones do it. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to do the heavy lifting, and I guess I mean it vibrates and everything. But it, yeah, it's like the rings on cone heads. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lana, what's your take on this? You think people are actually going to give up? Because I can make a list of things people would give up before they give up the charge on their battery if they were not anywhere near an outlet. I know, and I think on the commercial, like one of them, like the guy's down to like three percent, and the girl's got like twenty something percent. Like, yeah, right. Oh, right, right. Y'all are both going to be walking around with like eleven percent. Nice, because everybody knows that twenty percent is your first cut. Well, you don't know it, but on no. iPhones, Landon, they have low battery at twenty percent, and then they give you a charge warning again at ten percent. I don't know what position flip phones get into. I guess downward dog or something. Yeah, well, yeah, I figured you just pulled out that crank in your pocket and started winding it up. I think with the flip phone, if you had another, somebody else had another flip phone, you just make a square out of it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. That would flip that phones would, go like five days without needing to be charged. Geez, so it's, yeah. it's all right. Well, there's another evolution. Well, phones <laughs> have evolved. Phones have evolved. Landon hasn't, but phones have. That's right. That's right. So yeah, but no, I mean. People would get. I guarantee you, people would give a kidney up before they would give the charge. If they're in an airport and there is a nothing but, and this is going to go to the evolution talk later. But if there's nothing but a terminal full of ugly people, uh, and your only in is to uh, try to uh, ask a girl if you, you know, used to. Now this is the thing we've changed. 
used to you'd ask a girl for a drink or you'd ask a girl for a dance. Now you're going to offer your phone charge. Nobody's going to hook up getting their phones charged. Do you think? I mean. Yeah. And even on the commercial, it looks like, you know, these people are giving each other the doomy eyes. I mean. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to, you know, these people don't have conversation skills where they're going to sit there and wait while these phones, you know, swap spit on their battery charge. Okay. I mean, they're on their phones to begin with. Yeah. Why do you think the battery is so low on power? I mean, it's, it's a cause and effect world here we're living in. So, yeah, I mean, you're sitting in the terminal, you're minding your own business, somebody comes up, and, I mean, so you think there's got to be a, probably like a slang now, you know, kind of like prison slang or something. It's like, can I get a charge, or can I get a bump, or can I get some volts off of your flat, or whatever, or maybe a, can I get a, a buzzy buzz off your tablet, or <laughs> if you're really super gay, or something like that. Can our phones make the beast with two stomachs? <laughs> can I, can it, can can we do a bit? Can we go bareback on this buddy system we got going on here? I mean, that's pretty scandalous for a first date. If you really want my honest opinion, do these Galaxy Nines have like a female and a male end? <laughs> well, I don't. They didn't say anything about adapters. This is so totally, and this is one of the cool things about it. And I need to look it up. But um, how do these things charge wirelessly? I mean, is it like some kind of magnetic thing, or it's got to be some kind of electrical magnetic thing? Let's I look don't that know. up, Landon. I was actually looking it up on this uh, YouTube video about um, it was the speed as, at which they uh, how how does wireless charging work? Okay, wireless charging works by transferring energy from the charger to a receiver in the back of the phone via electromagnetic induction. The charger uses an induction coil to create an alternating electromagnetic field, which the receiver coil in the phone converts back into electricity to be fed into the battery. Man, I damn, I'm smart. Anyway, so, but the quickness of it is, um, so they had 100%, they had an example, they had a 100% charged phone and like a 2% charged phone. So they put these two together, they played some soft music, and after an hour... One was smoking a cigarette, and the other one was really wanting a ham sandwich. <laughs> but, uh, after after an hour, the one <laughs> phone that had 100% now has 45%, and the one that had 2% now has 35%. This is after an hour. Um, so who do you think? <laughs> this has got to be the ultimate friend zone, Landon. You go over, sit next to a hot chick, uh, and hoping that she'll smell you or something, and you look over, and she's got 2% on her phone, Landon, okay? And you're sitting here, and she turns to you and notices you've got a full charge, and she goes, hey, can I borrow some of your charge? Can I borrow some of your juice? And then <laughs> she gets up to 35%. You get down to 45%. She goes, thank you, and calls her boyfriend. Yeah, right in your face. <laughs> I mean, that's the ultimate friend zone. Come on, go. man. Or, yeah. you know, her her other poor bastard that's in her friend zone, too. I don't know. That's going to come pick her up at the airport. Yeah, sure, you can buy me a drink. Uh, can you buy my boyfriend one, too? Yeah, right. He drinks <laughs> He drinks Chilton's. You know nerds are probably going to come up with a way, like have some device that'll, that'll just suck the charge out of like these hot girls' phones so they can have a chance to charge their phone? Oh, who do you think invented this stuff? I mean, come on. Nerds? There's not, there's, there's not a bunch of... Turn, not, turn to the nerds. Yeah, there's not a whole bunch of bottom quarter of your high school class inventing this stuff. I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm pretty sure like Steve Jobs, I don't know if he went to college, but Bill Gates did and he didn't finish college, but I'm pretty sure he was not in the bottom half of his class. 
So, uh, yeah, that's pretty wild stuff. Yeah, Steve Jobs wor- worked for Atari for a long time, and they said he never showered. <laughs> <laughs> he offered, so this is... That's why he's so skinny. This is off topic. He offered, I was listening to a, a show called How I Built This, and it was the guy that, that owned, that started Atari, and uh, Steve Jobs worked for him, and then when he went off to do Windows or whatever, he offered, he offered a third of... of Atari? No, what, what did Steve Jobs create? Apple? Apple, yeah. Yeah, he that's off- a hard one. Sorry. He offered a third of Apple for like oh. $50,000 to the owner of Atari, and he was like, eh, no thanks. Right. And so he was talking, and he was like, yeah, you know, I still kind of cry myself to sleep every now and then. But the guy from Atari, after it went under, he started Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, so okay. The guy well, that started Atari started Chuck E. Cheese. He's not, cool. he's not Apple, but he's, he is cheese fat. That's true. He's yeah. not Apple fat, but he's cheese fat, yeah. Yeah, he's a big load. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, we've got all of that and more. Um, Landon, you, you brought up an interesting subject that I cannot completely, I cannot believe I completely forgot about. Circus Saurus is in town in the, in the big town of Hereford, Texas. And it is literally the big top. And they come around once a year. I guess it's this time of year. And there is a big, big top. Uh, let's see. It's, what is it? Yellow and blue striped tent. Anytime we have a tornado, these guys show up. Yeah. Uh, coincidence? <laughs> I think not. So uh, what else? The animals they have. They've got elephants. They've got... I they saw, have camels. I saw a horse and two elephants on the way out here. <laughs> I saw a whole bunch of ponies. A whole bunch of miniature horses. So I uh, had a pony. <laughs> <laughs> I hated anybody who had a pony when we were growing up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this has got to be one of the sketchiest circus acts I have ever... I didn't go in. So, when you drive into town, it's on the east side of the road in the main street in Hereford, Texas. And on the right side, across the street, is Tractor Supply and Verizon and... Bells. Bells. <laughs> is Bell still there? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it is. Anyway, so the, for the last three days, when we drive into town with the boys, I'm like, hey, guys, check out the specials at Tractor Supply. Because, <laughs> But they still saw the big tent. But uh, but they they promote this thing like they've got like dinosaurs or something in there because it's circus, like Tyrannosaurus. It's yeah. Circusaurus. Like they've even got a dinosaur on the picture. But the reason I know this thing is sketchy as hell, I mean, like from way back, is all their trucks are old, 1978 international cab overs. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody drives 1978 international cab overs anymore. And if they do, <laughs> and they're not in the circus source, it's probably got eight inch stacks on both sides and, you know, like 500 gallon saddle tanks on it. Landon, y'all never drove a cab over? No, we never did. Oh man, we had a we had a cab over. It was a it was an international. I think it maybe had a Cummins in it or something. It was blue and white striped. And I mean, when I was when I was little, this was the seemed like the most dangerous thing to ever ride in because all I could think about was that thing just us stopping too fast, you know, us just going completely over the front and uh, going through the windshield. And then not only was it dangerous feeling, it was a hard son of a bitch to get into. It was like American Ninja Warrior trying to go <laughs> go up the side of the wall after you you know already run thirteen miles in a mar- half marathon, but uh, but it did have a sleeper and I thought that was so awesome. Of course, it was completely it was three inches in dust because obviously it was just a farm <laughs> truck, so we never you know God actually we did take that we took this over into New Mexico one time. We bought some cattle in northern New Mexico and we went up this freaking hill and it was probably like a twenty or. I guess it's a hill. It's like a 20% grade. And I mean, this is like a 350 horse truck. So she didn't have much ponies behind her. <laughs> I mean, 
It was a, oh, it took forever to go. I mean, it was like a half a mile long grade that we had to go up. But uh, fortunately, we were leaning back, so I wasn't afraid. So, But we did have to go back down it. So you, there was nothing between you and the pavement but a thin sheet of windshield. But um, the cab over days, now we've, uh, we've, we've, we've evolved a little bit in that front. But uh, So we've got all of that behind us. Now it's going to talk. We're talking evolution. We're talking science. We've got Landon, Landon uh, Nolan, the science something what's what rhymes with nolan jason boland i guess but oh, uh nothing nothing smart no i was horrible at science <laughs> we've got uh that coming up after radar ricardo and our sponsor this week we'll have all of that and more on the dryland farmer podcast hey fellas let's talk man to man for a minute is that special lady in your life giving you trouble Let's be honest, is she an absolute psycho, crazy, but she's just so damn hot you can't get rid of her? I mean, I've been there. I mean, who hasn't, guys? I mean, well, from everyone here at Bitch Please, we have a stable of very nice, very polite, and non-crazy women. But they're not here to be put into your life. No, no, that's what you would think. I know what you're thinking. I bet that's what you were hoping I was thinking. No, these ladies are here to take the crazy out of your girl. Yes, in an inconspicuous operation, you take your lady to a public place and set her in a nice, you know, chair that she won't be just absolutely crazy about. Well, we bring in one of our girls that you custom and handpick, and we set them right next to them, and they can plug in telepathically to your lady, and they suck the psycho right out of them without any of their knowledge. This new and innovative process is completely harmless to both your lady and our lady because our ladies have learned how to walk the crazy off. Yes, within one hour, our lady is already decharged and already ready to go back to her next job. These ladies are paid higher than their male counterparts because we know that ladies have more crazy than the boys. Bitch, please. From the makers of those guys that make the uh, cell phone charging sharing deals that never work out and create crazy girls in the first place. Bitch, please. Try it today.
they all make fun of your no deal or whatever, and you're like, you don't blow, but they blow, and it all kind of just blows. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. about this. Hey, this week's sponsor, I-, I can really relate to this week's sponsor. Bish, Bish, please. Hey, how many times have you said that to you, lady? Bish, please. Well, this innovative new company will bring their own bishes and they will set them next to your bish and they will suck the bish right out of yours, my thought, man. And it's, it's kind of crazy. I, I was seeing how many times I can say that word in like a two-minute span or whatever. I think I hit the record or whatever. Hey, this is Reina Mercado. I, I'm so cheery today, my thought. <laughs> Reina Mercado, Adela Serio. I'm back to you. Bish, please. Ah, there's another one, my Okay, Landon just brought up a... He brought an interesting little quip he saw on the internet about the weatherman that uh, got hacked off. Landon, tell, tell us about it. So it was in Ohio, I think. This <laughs> It must have been this newest one because Dayton, that's the one that just got freaking leveled. I think so. So they, they were interrupting the Bachelorette to warn people about a tornado that's currently on the ground. And people are, you know, calling in and getting on social media and complaining that, that their show was interrupted <laughs> with, a, with a news update. Yeah. I would. It's like Atlanta. What'd you say? You'd rather what? Would you rather it be? Would you rather your show be interrupted by a tornado warning or a tornado? <laughs> a tornado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The tornadoes really have really uh, interesting jingle music to bring itself into your backyard. Yeah, people. That's why. Uh, this. That's another example of why evolution is really a joke because uh, you think would be over that. All right, here we go. All right, guys, we're getting all sciencey today on the Dryline Farmer podcast. We, uh, but I guess we better before we go any further, we better tell how you can find this thing instead of doing it at the end of the episode when nobody's listening. That's at uh, Trader Brand. That's where I'm going to tweet this thing at. Landon's going to retweet it. No twit, Landon forty four. Going to do it there. Of course, you can find it at all the great places. That is iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Um, you know what? Casey Seymour always retweets our episode tweet, so uh, we're going to get out Moving Iron Podcast. He always does us a solid on that. And, of course, we're both members of the Global Ag Network. That is a great provider for all the ag podcasts in your life. That's us, uh, Glo- uh, Moving Iron Podcast, uh, Heifer Please, Ag News Daily, and Girls Talk Ag, those chicks over there. I wonder if they get pissed if we call it abroad. I think they'd kind of laugh. Abroad? Yeah. I don't that think. is such an underused term these days, abroad. We need to look at, before we go any further, I think we need to look at where the origin of the term broad came from. Oh, nice. The evolution of the term broad. The evolution of the term broad. Okay. uh, For a woman. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Urban Dictionary. A term originated in the 1930s meaning woman. Derived from the fact that the most defining characteristic of all females are their hips. <laughs> I thought maybe it was when they used to wear those cages around the dresses. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and the uh, or they use, or wear those uh, petticoat not petticoats but the uh, corsets that yeah. freaking like choke yeah, off you, their yeah. upper body from their lower body. Have you but, ever seen a million ways to die in the West? I've seen part of it, and it well, was funny. They go to a dance, and the chick shows up with one of those cages around her dress, and she's like, "I'm so happy to live it, to live in a time where the sexiest thing that I can possibly do is to put this metal cage around my waist <laughs> <laughs> to make my ass look huge." I, I, and and it's come around full uh, full circle because what do we want now? J Lo's ass. Yeah, not only 
We need to do a podcast on the tight pants and the women that wear them that have the see-through parts. That I don't, uh, I'll never understand. No, that. no, no. The uh, I love the part. <laughs> yeah, of we don't need to do a podcast on that. No, no, we don't. I, I, I love the part in that movie where they go. It's like I once saw a picture where everybody in the in the photograph was smiling. <laughs> nobody in the old west days smiled in the pictures. Uh, so Landon killed that joke. Okay, guys, evolution, yay or nay, fact or fiction. So before we got off on that stupid movie, I uh, um, went, uh, googled over the origin of people. So recent African origin, or the out of Africa theory, refers to the migration of anatomically modern humans out of Africa after their emergence at around 300 to 200,000 years ago. In contrast to... The, oh, this is out of Africa 2. Out of Africa 1 is the theory that the migration of archaic humans from Africa to Eurasia occurred roughly between 1.8 and 0.5 million years ago. Landon, your take. That's a long time ago. <laughs> That's what I thought you might say. Well, of course, the, you got the whole Darwin uh, theory of evolution, and... Um, that's been taught all over the place, and you know a lot of some of it makes sense. And then, uh, in my opinion, a lot of it falls apart because there's just too many things in this world right now that um, just there's no way if we were evolving that things would still be taking place or these types of people would still exist. Wouldn't there be a, a monkey sometime turn into a human that, that we would capture on YouTube? And that's the that's the ex- first premise of all premises. If evolution is true, why are there still monkeys? Did they just miss the bus? Did they miss yeah. the boat on the evolution? Yeah. I mean, did they get left out in like <laughs> Eastern Desmith or Western Desmith County and stayed there for, I don't know, 200,000 years? And, you know, Doc Brown did the whole, or, you know, Star Trek, they have the whole, uh, what's it called? The um, Prime Directive and they did <laughs> encroach yeah. on their pre-warp civilization. Why Why would you want to keep eating ticks out of your out of your mom's head <laughs> when, Nick, you, could, when yeah. you could turn into a human and come eat a double double bacon quarter yeah, pounder I know. or whatever? Double, I mean, bacon alone, would you think that smell would come yeah. out. Now, there is that, uh, that um, community of people. It's like, is it off the co- Sri Lanka? It's off the coast of India or something. And um, they've been untouched by, you know, the outside world like forever. And like this guy had was a missionary and he tried to go over there and tried to convert them, you know, and they freaking shot him with air like uh, spears and stuff. And um, so that's, you know, that's not evolution. That's just people growing. I would think there's a difference. But uh, true. So, yeah, evolution. I mean, there's just too many examples. And that's the very first, for instance. It's if, like that T-shirt where it shows like you know the monkey, and then uh-huh. it finally gets to the human, and the mm-hmm. human's turned around, and he says, "Quit following me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Or the one where it goes to the human, and then it goes to robot. He's like, yeah, okay, Sheldon. <laughs> or Cooper. it goes to a barcode. <laughs> yeah, bar- <laughs> yeah, yeah, six 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 or something like that. I just saw another one that said, uh, "The humans turn back," and he goes, "Go back, go back. We screwed it up." <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's that's for God's honest truth. So, uh, yeah, that's the first one, the whole monkey thing. I mean, if they're if we've evolved, why are there still monkeys? Because it's just, I mean, have we just kept them around? The, the PETA people showed up just in time. Did you notice on Twitter today they were memorializing that hombre? Remember the gorilla that some dude shot? Was it the? Oh. No, no, Cecil the Lion is the one that Dennis shot. This is Harambe. Was, no, maybe he was at a zoo. Uh, let's look that up here. Yeah, hadn't Cecil the Lion like eaten a, eaten a couple of people? Probably, because he hates people. Harambe, Harambe. Probably it's the guy that shot him. <laughs> well, let's see. Harambe, killing of Harambe. A three. Oh yeah, a three year old boy climbed into the gorilla cage at the Cincinnati Zoo, and they had to shoot him. Not the not the three year old, the, the gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. 
So he was born in 1999. He lived a grid ripe old age. He lived uh, 17 years. I'd say that's a pretty good run for a gorilla. Oh, damn, Landon. He died a day after his birthday. He was born May 27th, died May 28th. Ooh. That is some poetic injustice right there. And uh, to be honest with you, he doesn't look like a very nice individual. Harambe, a western lowland gorilla. So, um, yeah, we're getting off there. So, um, yeah, I'm not whole. And we watched it before we started. We watched the Mike Leach video on um, lightning all, striking mud. All his greatest. Yeah, all his greatest quotes. Did you do you remember? I didn't get to that part. Do you recall much of that conversation he had with the reporters about the lightning in the mud? No, he, he just says he's not. He doesn't really believe in evolution. Yeah. What about aliens? Did he believe in aliens? He thinks there's probably some out there. See, here's my thing. And getting all uh, intellectual with a stupid person is what you're about to what you're about to hear. But uh, so I'm thinking, okay, so the universe is like what 13. Point whatever billion years old. The Milky Way. The mil- yeah, uh-huh, the Milky Way or whatever. I don't know how old the- is that. The universe too. I think that's a galaxy. Just the galaxy. Okay. Okay. So um, in a galaxy far, far away. In a galaxy far, far. Well, yeah, but that was a long time ago. A long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy yeah. far, far away. So, um, and how do they know it's a long time ago? But uh, anyway, so let's, yeah, so that's a good, for instance, Star Wars. Yeah, it's fiction. They learned how to travel at the speed of light. And uh, any novice, uh, novice uh, Googler knows that nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. And once you approach, and Einstein's theory is once you approach the speed of light, you are now technically everywhere at once. And I don't understand how that is, but that's just part of the theory. So let's say, okay, so the only way you can you can um, actually get away with time travel, a theory of time travel, is when you when the sun goes down, stars come out, you see light. You're basically looking back in time because a lot of those stars are however many light years away. Well, that means that it took that many years for that light to hit your eye. And they burned out or and something. They, yeah. Yeah, so they could already be burned out, but you're seeing light from like millions of years ago, like the sun. It takes eight minutes for the light to get from the sun to the earth. So you're seeing the sun. That's actually from eight minutes ago. So there's your time travel. So if you're in prison on in space, just kidding. <laughs> so <laughs> that, what, is it, what is it when you see a shooting star? Uh, well, that's hitting into the atmosphere, Landon. That's that's here right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's why you make a wish on it. That's right. Okay. It only okay. it's just for a fleeting second, and and I didn't know this, but you're supposed to not wish on. You're only supposed to wish on shooting stars. It's a falling star you're not supposed to, so I don't know what the difference What's is. What's the difference? I think Douchebag made up one of them, and the actual scientist made up the other, but uh, I digress. So, How okay. does the song go, When You Wish? I'm just kidding. When you wish. Yeah, it doesn't say <laughs> When You Wish. It just says on a star. On oh, a yeah, star. that's just a star sitting there. That's so, nice. okay, Landon, here, here, here's a few of mine. Um, first of all, why would there still be ugly people if evolution was true? Yeah, why don't we just all look the same? Yeah, yeah, like Star Trek, or at least all wear the same stuff. Because in Star Trek, they're all wearing the same pajama uniforms. Except for that, yeah, and that one guy, that cool things around his eyes. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah, Jordy the Forge man. He there had the go. freaking uh, space age sunglasses. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I, I read one that said ten thousand years ago, everybody had brown eyes until some some mutation from the Black Sea caused some people to start having some blue eyes in different colors. Isn't so. that kind of ironic that we got blue eyes for the Black Sea? I know, exactly. Of course, it probably wasn't. It was probably called back then, it was probably called Bujitibutu. It's probably called the Pupil Sea. <laughs> <laughs> the dark, dark sea of the big land or yeah. something, you know, like it dances with wolves. Yeah, so uh, there shouldn't be ugly people left. I mean, all the, well, I don't know. 
Because you can't get into the whole marriage thing, and I mean, maybe ugly. there should only be ugly people. <laughs> well, maybe that maybe so maybe we're all good looking, and it's the monkeys that are the ugly people mm-hmm. that they just didn't make. Because Arambe, he ain't no freaking Rico Suave man. He's no, no, he's no that. So either that, or all the ugly people are getting together, and all the good looking people are getting together. But you know, at the same, on the same token, on the other hand, what's the what's the phrase? <laughs> There are people, there are ugly parents that have had some pretty good looking kids. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> For instance, remember that chick back in high school? Man? Her parents were ugly as sin, dude. She was smoking, slamming hot. Mm-hmm. I remember when you asked her out to prom. Yeah. <laughs> and I got rejected. But, uh, so yeah. Why can't we, st- why can't we breathe underwater yet? You would think we would be able to knock that out by now because there's a lot of people that live on the coast. That's true. Have you seen those people that can like go underwater for like eight or nine minutes? Yeah, like Navy SEALs, man. Or Kevin Costner in Waterworld. Yeah, that too. He evolved. Yeah. Eight or nine minutes they can hold their breath. What who is that stupid magician, David Blaine? He held it for like so many minutes. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He or he's like he lived inside a block of ice for a weekend or something. (laughs) I don't know. Something stupid like that. Well, why are you doing that? Why does anybody do anything? Because they can. Yeah. So uh, why can't we breathe underwater yet? I would think that would be a pretty big uh, evolutionary step in the human and mankind. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And cancer. What's that all about? <laughs> why are we still getting cancer? You would think we would knock that out by now. Find some kind of cancer gun or something like that. Yeah. Why what? am I bald? <laughs> what's with What's with cancer? I mean, who gets that anymore? Hmm. <laughs> no, it's, it's it, that's supposed to be lighthearted. Nobody wants to get cancer, and we feel sorry for everybody who does. Uh, Landon, you better get me off the ledge here. You got a reason? What? Why are we? Why are we not in evolution? Why do we have evolution going on? I think there's two. What many. are examples? Ooh. How about balls? Why haven't we been able to change the face of that billboard yet? Those are ugly. You balls. would think we'd be able to. Sh- well, you think we'd be able to shape those a little bit better. Well, our penises aren't thorny anymore. <laughs> That's true. So I guess we are one step ahead. But you know, you think you'd be able to make some of those little changes over the last? Because, like I said, what did they think humans have been around for? I'd hate, to, I'd hate to see what vaginas were. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they've evolved from like a O to a V now, mm, or Venus like. Venus flytrap. <laughs> they used to have teeth. We had thorns. It's a miracle anybody was getting together back in the day. <laughs> it was just one big prickly fest. Uh, but at least people are, women are shaving their legs nowadays. That is true. Oh, man. Let's see. What else, Landon? Okay. A panda's thumb is actually an enlarged wrist bone that has evolved to allow the panda to text. Just kidding. To, to, hold, on, to hold on to its favorite food, bamboo. Bamboo. Yeah. That's all they eat. That's all they eat is bamboo, and I guess... The opposable thumb has come from bamboo. Yeah. Uh, who would have thought? Maybe we are from the panda. I mean, they're black and white. They're like um, all kinds of biracial. They're like the first biracial animal in the world. Researchers are unsure if humans are still evolving or if they have reached their evolutionary peak. God, I hope not. If this is all there is, I hope Jesus is coming back in a hurry. What do you think Jesus is going to come back? When? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Not sure. I'm not gonna try to even even guess. On I that. thought it was supposed to be like the end of 2012, <laughs> but I, that whole thing didn't work out. Yeah, because John Cusack, he never he didn't make it through that movie very well. <laughs> that was awesome when you sent me that text of the forecast, and it was like Monday 87, Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday 98, 98 Wednesday 999, <laughs> and then Thursday NA. <laughs> yeah, oh, not about, not applicable. Yeah. yeah, that was good. 
Yeah, 2012. <clears throat> that was a whole big thing that got messed up in the news. I think somebody... So, so a new... Sorry to cut you off there. A new species is achieved when two populations of the same living thing become so different that they can no longer breed with each other. Oh, I, I think we're there. <laughs> is that when cats and dogs are living together? I guess so. Mass hysteria. So, Landon, now, did you take any economics classes at Tech? Like uh, Aggie Co. For intro. No, I didn't take Aggie Co. But I took I took three economics classes in in my in my business field. So the answer is yes, you took economics classes. Yeah, got to be in all three of them. It was great. Okay, so y'all did the x and y axis graphs all the time. Oh, I'm sure. Increasing at a decreasing rate, decreasing at an increasing rate. Well, land. So you know, if we were in evolution, you know, you got your x and your y axis, and pretty much you've got a trend line. Going, you know, a gradual increase from the uh, the uh, origin of the axis to the right, going slightly up and slightly right. So you got an inclined slope. I'm pretty convinced that we're going to keep going up and up and up, and then all of a sudden it's just going to curl down like that. And I think we're almost to the curve where it starts curling down before it precipitously falls. And when it precipitously falls and hits bottom, that's when we have $10 corn. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... <clears throat> you know, and and like right now, we've only got what like sixty dollar oil. So you know, farmers are gonna find it's kind of like that scene in Caddyshack. I have finally figured out golf. And it gets <laughs> struck by lightning, and God takes him to wherever he goes. Yeah, definite nine hour. Um, yeah, I don't remember I, I that. Think, in, I think we just played through it. Yeah, I don't remember that in economics, but I do remember like the prisoners' dilemma. You got the three prisoners that are in prison, and you know, enlighten me, Landon. It talks about whether or not you should. Where whether or not you should cop a deal, like if you trust the other two, you should deny it and you get out for free. Or I mean, you get out without any time. But if if one of your buddies talks and you don't, you're in prison. Oh, for life. oh yeah. Good, Who's gonna roll stuff. over on who first? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty much you learn that if that if you're with a group of guys and you get you get you get arrested, you better start talking pretty damn quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better start singing. I remember in my some of my economics classes, it was always about it was always a a future value. You did finance, I'm sure. You had to do future value, uh, present finance. value, and all that. See, that was oh, my yeah. favorite of all the actual academic relevant courses. That was my favorite, and it was, and I still use it to this day. But you did future value, present value, and all that. The answer was the the question was always, would you rather have two thousand dollars like in in five years, or would you rather have seventeen hundred dollars today? And the answer was always, you take the money today because the inflation was always worse than uh, if you kept the money now and used it uh, i always thought that was funny maybe they just didn't ever change the answers because i know they never changed the questions on uh dr johnson's uh <laughs> fine ag fine he did ag finance and they never changed the questions from year to year there was a test bank oh my god and like i said i still can't i can't imagine the amount of cheating that goes on nowadays with cell phones and everything they've got to have yeah. some kind of like star trek signal disruptor or something to knock all that stuff out because the cheating has just got to be rampant. I don't know. I remember my my worst test ever was I go down. We had to put our backpacks up at the front of the room. Oh yeah, we did that in horticulture. Uh, no, I took horticulture, but no, this was this we had to was do that just horticulture. Doctor yeah. Kathleen's class. Yeah, I had her. Yeah, you had to yep. take your caps off and you walked. She in was and... she was the first teacher I went to on nine eleven, huh. and she was in there crying and sent us home. Oh really? But, yeah, but no. So do we get a walk? <laughs> yeah. So I had perfect attendance in that class, and it was me and two other guys that didn't have to take the final. Anyway, nice. so I go down to put my backpack in this marketing class, and I come back to my Scantron and my pencil, and somebody's stolen my pencil. Oh, no. And so I go back down to my backpack, and I can't find it find it anywhere, see who stole it. I would have killed the person. But yeah. 
So I have a pencil that's about an inch and a half long with no eraser, and it's barely sharp. So I had to really make sure I didn't have to erase anything on that one. Always go with your first impression on those, Lynn. Yeah, always go to take two pencils to class. Mine was, we were, I was in ag sales. It was an eight o'clock class. And I guess it had, had, so it happened at what? I can't believe we met. It was happened right before eight o'clock our time. Yeah. So I was on the bus on the way to ag sales and nobody in there, we, nobody knew, nobody said anything. And it was, you know, those were like hour and 20 minute classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is Caddy Corner to the UC. So I walked over Yeah, it was over on a Tuesday. Tuesday, I think, yeah. yeah. We, I walked over to the UC to get a, like a donut or something. And came back. I was walking back and there was a big Fat screen ass. TV. Yeah. Big screen TV and that side hall. And it, there was all these kids uh, grouped around it anyway. So I went back to the Aggie Kill building and, and uh, saw what was going on. But Landon, we're not getting very far on the evolution talk. No, no. Our, our episodes ev- <laughs> is, is evolving. <laughs> it's, it's devolved, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, it's devolved. Yeah, like the band Devo that sang "Whip It." That "Whip It" good. That that was short for de-evolution. Is that really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. There's a Jeopardy question. I yeah. didn't know. Two two of the guys in the band were at Kent State when the those two guys got shot by the army. Oh, oh yeah, in, in, during Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. But no, I remember 9/11. We were watching. We were in the dorms and we were watching it. And one of my buddies leans over and he goes, "Dude, make sure you keep your grades up because." Because we, we might get drafted. We might get drafted. And oh he proceeded God. to like flunk out immediately. <laughs> was he serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was that dumb. Jeez. We had my dad when he, of course, he was right there during Vietnam and he was in college during the, the heat of it. And he said, if your grades dropped, like your number would go up. They would take you. Your draft. Yeah. Well, I mean, they wouldn't draft you, but if your number, if your grades went down, your number would go up. Oh, now, really? if, as long as you were in college, you wouldn't get drafted. But yeah, my dad just was, the fact your numbers would drop, your grade would drop, it would go up. Mm. Yeah, my dad was farming, and they they drafted him. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, did he go over there? He did. Yeah, he did. He went for, I think he went for about six months, and uh, he got to come home a little bit early. Yeah. to farm. So, so he didn't he didn't fight any, but he was he worked in an ammo dump. He yeah. said it. You know, you still see some crazy stuff. Yeah, but. sure. I have an uncle that was a uh, he was a, a, a radio operator on the helicopters. Yeah, and so, those were like the first guys to get targeted right, from like. Right. See, my my dad was a radio. He was like a radio guy that carried it on his back. Oh, uh-huh. and uh, so before he went to Vietnam, he came home and he got he got bucked off a horse and broke his ankle, and so it delayed his leave. Sure. It, it delayed him coming back like two weeks. Okay. And uh, so when he came back, I guess they had filled his spot. And yeah. So they put him in. They put him in an ammo dump, loading up trucks and stuff, and so that probably that probably helped him out. Yeah. But Memorial Day yesterday, it would have been my dad's 75th birthday, oh, so that wow. was that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 75th, huh? Yep. So. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's one of those things. Well, guys, we don't know. I'm sure you didn't learn anything because I didn't learn it. Well, no, I learned what Devo meant. And, yeah. Uh, so that was. Yeah. Uh, whip it. Whip it and whip it good. I can go. I can go with that for a whole other week. Well, guys, we're going to get out of here. We hope everybody's enjoyed this episode of the Dry Line Farmer Podcast, and we hope you keep listening to us and all the other great podcasts on the Global Ag Network. And until next time, we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Drought Line Farmer Podcast brought to you by Bitch, Please. That's all I got to say about that. The Drought Line Farmer Podcast, now a member of the Global Ag Network, all rights reserved, 2019.